Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. You've been living your entire life in a state of comfort without challenge. Is there any wonder why you don't feel like a man? All of the Jeffries of the world will disagree with us and they'll say that it's okay. Comfort is nice. Pleasure. Oh, YouTube. Pornhub. OnlyFans. Video games. Junk food. Drugs. But there is one man who expects more from you. Adonis. In the tribe of Adonis, every man has to go through the rite of passage, the initiation, uncomfortable challenges. For this is what develops a boy into a man. I had this realization once that blew my mind. Every technological advancement of the last 100 years has made our lives easier. If some like scientist, if some nerd figures out a way to make something easier using technology, like a mobile app, they're rewarded with millions, fame, clout, success. Because those are the products that we're buying today. Those are the products that we're investing in. We want easier things. We want things that keep us comfortable. We want everything faster. We want instant gratification. And it's so easy for you and I to think, oh yeah, you know, this is the Jeffries. This is like the weak people. We're not like that. Yes, we fucking are. You're watching this video right now on YouTube. That means that you're at least partially a Jeffrey. On your phone, you have apps that are stealing your attention. We live in a state of comfort. Everything around us promotes staying comfortable and not experiencing challenges or discomfort. Like striving for discomfort is actually a weird thing that the majority of people don't actually ever do. Think about your peers. Think about the guys your age. None of them are actively going out and experiencing discomfort. Who better to talk to us about discomfort than the prime Jeffrey himself? (laughs) (laughs) Sammy boy. (laughs) Talking about discomfort and living beyond your edge. Hey guys, should I get a chair? Go on. This man's just uh, sat in his towel by the way, completely naked. Yeah, my dick's out right now. Yeah. I'm living beyond my edge. <laughs> um, this is a quote from The Way of the Superior Man. It's a chapter called Always Live Beyond Your Edge. Your edge is kind of like your comfort zone. And the, the summary of this chapter is to not just occasionally go outside of your comfort zone, not to just occasionally challenge yourself, but to live there, to consistently challenge yourself, to have a a very, very consistent, continuous habit of 
experiencing discomfort and growth. Sam came with me to Thailand and before this, he'd literally taken a plane once in his adult life when we went to Amsterdam. I've said it before on multiple videos, people think I'm insulting you when I say it, but like you lived as like the ultimate Jeffrey just like two years ago, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, very sheltered, literally did nothing at all, which made me any discomfort at all, I, I would like avoid at all costs, very mothered as well. So yeah, I was, I was a very big, uh, big Jeffrey. Spent all my time just uh, playing video games and uh, just wasting, wasting my, my life away, basically. How does it feel now after more than a month in Thailand? I was just doing some accomplishment journaling and I, uh, I mean, I'll whip it up. I'll show you actually. I've stayed another month in Thailand. This will be month two. Two months away from the comfort of your home, your friends and your family and your sense of familiarity. You are a, <laughs> I love this idea, but you are a chat in the making. None of your older friends even understand the caliber of man you are becoming. You will return home an entirely different person, the boy to man transformation. So I wrote that literally about 20 minutes ago. And I, I genuinely feel that way. I feel like um, this trip is sort of my, my rites of passage to becoming a man. And I'm, I'm very glad I chose to stay another month because the plan, initial plan was to just come here for a month and a month. I mean, that's a long time, but I'm not done here at all. I've got so much more to do, so, yeah. In what ways do you feel like you've lived beyond your edge? Yeah. yeah. Can you think of a specific memory? I think definitely the waterfall trip yeah. was uh, one of them. Yeah, that was mad. Yeah. Well, we, we went up a waterfall the tourist way. I mean, the tourist path up was like PVP enabled enough. It was quite difficult, man. <laughs> I was out of breath. Yeah. It was like, imagine a 20 minute hike up like uh, a mountain or a waterfall. And um, we're, we're some fit guys, like me, my friend Jack, we had Bill, we had Nabil and you. We were sweaty, like it was actually a bit of a challenge. And we spoke to like a bunch of people who have went up the same waterfall and they were saying like, that was exhausting by itself, just the climb upwards. And it wasn't a climb, it was literally just like steps going up for like 20, imagine Stairmaster for 20 minutes. But then we get to the top, we're enjoying ourselves and we just start like full on freehand climbing and like scaling down the waterfall instead of going down the steps. We go down the actual like boulders and rocks and like literally imagine the waterfalls all down like this. We, we scaled down that, the hardest experience of my life so far. This, that was well beyond my edge, my comfort zone. I can't even imagine what it was like for you. Yeah, it was terrifying. I, uh, I think I have a certain level of PTSD from it. Because yeah. I remember a very specific part of scaling down that waterfall. I think you probably know the part yeah. as well. There was just this ridiculously steep, yeah, yeah, ridiculously steep part, and there's just very little crevices literally. to put your your hands and feet in. And, that was uh, such a good challenge, literally. Yeah. Like it was so steep, but there was the smaller if you've ever been to rock climbing you might know this there's like the smallest handholds and like you know a place where you can put your your heel like a bit of rock literally this bit of rock sticks out and that's like that's what your heel is on and then it's just a drop after that and you're literally just like slowly inch by inch moving your feet down trying to find like the smallest hole for your heel and then like slowly scaling down with your palms it, it, there was moments where we must have moved a couple of meters in like 20 minutes yeah, it took us about two hours to, to yeah. scale scale the, the entire thing. Amazing, um, amazing experience. Yeah, very, very scary, very beyond my edge of comfort, way beyond my edge of comfort. Um, but then just other smaller things as well, I'm pushing myself in terms of uh, just my social skills, socializing and talking to women, just practicing all of that, like just 
things like that every day. Um, we very much so have the relationship of like calling each other out, out yeah, a lot. Yeah. Just like, oh, you know, you should Stop do that thing. Bitch. Yeah, you should yeah. do that things that'll make you uncomfortable, and yeah. that's that's where the growth is. And then that's you continue, so valuable. You continue to do those things, and suddenly those things aren't uncomfortable anymore, and you're mm. just a better person for it. Mm. We said this with our friend Jack that your your comfort zone and the things that you fear are always progressively overloading. So your edge, this whole concept is like we as young men are generally living inside of our edge, our comfort zone. And I know this seems like a very like stereotypical Instagram quote kind of thing of like, oh comfort zone, but the concept is very, very much true. And it's in my mind, it's in your mind, it's in Jack's mind, it's in all of our friends' mind. Because when you actively are going outside of your comfort zone, when you're actively like literally, you know, saying these words to each other. Like, bro, you're in your comfort zone right now. Go talk to that woman right now. Mm. Or like, you see me do it. Like, we were in the shop just a few days ago. Me and him are, are buying like a bunch of stuff, and then just suddenly, like, what, you tell it from your side. Yeah. So, I, I <laughs> it's funny. Um, for a good bit of this trip, you were sort of beating yourself up a little yeah, bit, like, because yeah. you you sort of had this idea in your head that like, oh no, I shouldn't approach women because I should be on my sigma grind set and shit. Yeah. Um, and you were sort of resenting yourself for that because you wanted to improve your cold approaching skills. Yeah. And uh, me and Hamza were in a shop yesterday, just a little you know corner convenience store type of thing, and uh, I see this lady come in. I don't know, like with Hamza, he knows, for me personally, I don't like go out of my way to like notice women, but Hamza, is, he sees a, like a woman in like a 20 mile radius, he knows like, he knows if like she's hot and if he wants to approach them, so I, I saw this woman coming, I was like, oh yeah, so <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so I was just at the counter buying our things. Sweeties, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, we, we were buying healthy it. stuff, bro. We were, uh, <laughs> I promise. We were buying nuts and um, protein shakes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I was at the counter buying our things, and uh, this lady comes in, and Hamza just goes to me, Oh, we should get some ice cream, bro. And uh, the lady's looking at the ice cream. I was like, Oh, yeah, how's it going? And I just realized, like, Oh, no, he's, he's just wanting to talk to that one. So I just, I just went back to the counter, like, yeah, I just leave it. So Hamza just sits there, he's spitting fucking mad game. Mad game, it was effortless. It, he made it seem effortless. And the reason it looked effortless is because he had been practicing the cold mm. approaching and outside of his comfort zone for the last week or two. And so this one, it was natural to him. He literally just walked up mm. and just started spitting mad game. And it was, it was really interesting to listen to as well. Yeah. In short, there was an attractive woman who came into the store and I just approached her without any kind of thought. And the reason why this is like very significant, something that's been in my mind a lot is that as a man who's on this path and you know, a big part of our lives is dating. It's very, very like psychologically fucky when you see a woman you're attracted to and you don't speak to her. As much as you want to cope, bro, as much as you want to cope, you're on monk mode, as much as you want to cope that, oh no, I don't, I don't care. I don't, I'm just here to focus on myself and my work, bro. If there's a girl there who you're attracted to and you don't speak to her, let's just be honest, you feel a little bit of like negativity inside of you. You, you kind of wish like, oh, you know, like I wish I spoke to her. Yeah. And if, as much as you want to, oh no, I, I'm fine. I'm a, I'm a high value man. I'm a Sigma, sigma grind setter. You, you kind of have that thought. And so I had that thought for a couple of days straight and I was kept, I kept on telling Sam, like we'd be in the gym, there'd be like a cute girl who I was somewhat looking at, she's somewhat looking at me and you know, I could have went up to speak to her, but I didn't. 
And because I didn't, like, I felt shit about it. And I would tell Sam constantly, for, like, four days straight, like, oh, I don't feel good when I don't go up and speak to a girl that I'm attracted to. Like, I want to always be in that. Then we got into the momentum of it. I started approaching more, practicing. And essentially, like, I started living at my edge, at my comfort zone or, like, outside of my comfort zone. And the beautiful part of this is, like we just said, it, it gets progressively overloaded the more that you do it. So what was outside of my comfort zone was like going up to approach. Suddenly I burst through that and that is inside of my comfort zone. And so with this instance in the shop, speaking to this woman, it was totally comfortable for me. It was like exciting and you know, there's always like a slight bit of like nerves when you're speaking to like a woman that you're attracted to, but it was like natural, it was effortless. I didn't think to myself, like, oh, should I approach her? I didn't think anything like that. And that feels like phenomenal. That feels amazing to just think, literally picture this in your mind right now, the next time you're out into a shop or in the gym, imagine if just suddenly you didn't even think about it and you literally just went up and just spoke to the cute girl and you end up getting her number and you end up meeting her. That really does mean a lot to us young men who, you know, we've got like testosterone, we've got a sex drive, we want to date the opposite sex. And that's when this thought of like living beyond your edge really came into my mind because this, this phrase live beyond your edges from that book the way of the superior man which i've been reading and all my boys have been reading it even i've been reading it yeah sam can't even read bro literally he just looks at the pictures (laughs) (laughs) yeah well done sam stay stay in between the lines (laughs) (laughs) that that means a lot to me even though it seems quite insignificant oh like i'm just spoke to a woman but it's how it happened that was kind of like a reward of me living outside of my edge and actually you know approaching when it was a bit harder so whatever you think your edge is right now whatever you think is your comfort zone just know that the more you burst through it the ceiling will rise so the way to live your life as a man which is explained in this book is to consistently raise that ceiling till eventually you're doing such amazing things like your life is full of like such amazing experiences like vibrant challenging experiences the kind of experiences that other men can't even like think of doing because you've been consistently like progressively overloading your comfort zone I really hope this is like opening your mind like the same way like when I got this realization I was like wait what the fuck like this is the way to live your life as a man is to consistently challenge yourself and I'm not talking about those like spontaneous like sort of one-time things when oh you know I guess I'll speak to that woman right now because Hamza said so I'm, I'm talking consistent I'm talking like at, like being in the flow the momentum every single day doing something that's outside of your edge every single day multiple times a day being outside of your comfort zone because you progressively overload you, you progress way way faster than you actually think you do and suddenly that thing that you really wanted to do whether it's go and speak to like a woman that you think is cute or go and like make a new friend or go and do something challenging physically suddenly that's inside of your comfort zone now sam wanted to go to the gym like an actual gym like yeah he wanted to go to the gym for like months and just didn't really end up because it was way outside of your comfort zone yeah just just going to walk in and just getting like the welcome tour i wanted to do that for so long and I never did until one day I just had this random burst of energy and like I did it and gym became my favorite part of my day I spent three hours a day in the gym for like a year (laughs) so everything that you want and everything that will make you happy and fulfilled is usually outside of your comfort zone and you should continually progress that (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> i can't talk <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting that it's like the rewards and the experiences of life that you want are consistently at your edge outside of your comfort zone because we already know 
and have adapted to the rewards and the life of our comfort zone of our usual life and so if you don't get out of your comfort zone you experience like the highs of a mundane life because you've been here for a while it seems to me like the peak sort of the ultimate life for a man is literally just just have this in mind it's like a life full consistently continuously living at your edge constantly challenging yourself there's, there's so many like flashes in my mind when I think of that of like the extra experiences that I would get to have when I'm like I have this mindset okay my entire life is just constantly live outside of your edge live outside your edge what used to be your edge your comfort zone which was so small just broadens and gets so much bigger and you're living this like story tale of a life that, that seems beautiful to me yeah I'm, I'm, I'm very much so on this mindset right now and with our environment as well it's the absolute perfect place to continually challenge yourself yeah and the second part of this video which is a bit more on the negative side is the consequences of if you don't do this because so far this seems very motivational and it's so awesome yeah you know like maybe i'll go approach that woman because hamza's video said so but i think if you don't carry this mindset along with you if you don't carry this kind of like a mission or a purpose you know like a big thing in your mind it's so, so easy to get sucked into living like a mediocre existence of like staying like a weak man forever. You and I both know the majority of men are weak. And what's interesting is like these, we wouldn't consider them men, right? They're guys, they're not even men, they're, they're guys. Most people, most males are weak guys. And these weak guys want the rewards that strong men deserve. The weak guys who don't put in the work, who don't have discipline, who don't live beyond their edge, who live inside of their comfort zone, who watch porn, who play video games, who eat junk food, who take drugs, they want the rewards that the strong men deserve. So you need to decide right now, you need to make almost like a promise to yourself of what kind of life you want and whether or not you will accept the challenge and the sacrifice for that life. Because either way, you're sacrificing something. Either way, there is a challenge that you need to face. There's a quote that I've heard, which is like, you must experience two, one of two pains. One is the pain of discipline and the other is the pain of regret. I love that quote. Something, something yeah. like that. It's like, either way, life is tough. When we're speaking about this, and you know, essentially what we're saying is a quote or something that we kept in mind after our trip to Amsterdam was make the harder decision take the harder choice. It was just, it's a very, very easy thing of like, especially with diets that we would just constantly say to ourselves was like, okay, take the harder choice. Which one is kind of like the, the healthier, harder to eat meal? Which one is like, you know, um, which one is more like warrior food? Because I've seen that a lot of guys who are told, okay, you know, make the harder choice, experience more discipline. This, there's this resistance to that because it's hard and it's uncomfortable, but normal life for, for the weaker guys for the guys who aren't on self-improvement, for the guys who aren't disciplined, life's not easy for them either. They still experience challenge and sacrifice. It's kind of like the thing that I say to a lot of people when we're talking about building our physique, building an aesthetic body. And a lot of people say it's gonna to take too long, so what's the point? And my response to that is, the time is gonna pass by anyway. So what the fuck do you mean it's gonna to take too long? The years will pass by anyway. All that's left after two years is whether or not you built 10, 15 pounds of muscle in that time. If you didn't, it's your loss. If you did, congratulations, the time passed anyway. You are going to experience discomfort and challenge and sacrifice in your life anyway. You may as well take hold of the reins of your life and actually direct that into the, the areas of life that you want. Because the majority of men are flowing down the river of life and that was actually like a quote of yours, isn't it? Yeah, so when I was younger, let's say, I don't know, it's, it's kind of hard to put a time scale on it, but like whenever, someone would ask me what I wanted to do with my life, what my ambitions were, I would always say the same thing, which is like, oh, I'm just flowing down the river of life. 
and I'm just gonna see where it takes me. And um, it's like the most unmasculine, like shitty answer you could possibly give because it. Just, you know, I'm basically just saying, yeah, I have no direction, I have no goals, I'm just a fucking nobody. I'm just gonna see where life takes me. That's so quirky. Like it's not. I used to think it was like kind of a quirky thing, but it's actually just it's fucking sad. sad. It's, it's fucking sad. sad. Yeah. It's really yeah. sad, man. Yeah. I think the overwhelming majority of men can relate to that. Yeah. At least at some point in our lives, we felt like we're going down the river of life that we aren't directing the stream, like the, the thing, direction the thing of our is, life. People, people think they have goals. They're like, oh, I want to get jacked, but like, it's it's, it's not, yeah, it's, it's not a goal. It's a fucking dream. Like, if you don't have like an action plan laid out, you don't have goals, and you are flowing down the river of life. We all want the Lamborghini. We all want the nice body, but you're not working towards it. You're just flowing down the river of life and seeing where it takes you and mm. it's not going to take you to a fucking Lamborghini and it's not going to take you to your body because you're not putting in any work for it mm. it's interesting you brought up goals but it's actually that's that's it, it's framing like because this is new for me as well and so I'm kind of thinking of how to structure my life and the mindset that I hold to incorporate living beyond my edge and when you just said goals something just clicked in my mind and I was like okay set meaningful goals set the kind of goals that you know motivate you that you literally get some kind of positive enjoyment when you read them and you want to read them every day and you want to work on them every day so some big goals so for me it's like building the 10 out of 10 body tripling my audience size on youtube really becoming the best leader that i can and like various other things and i'm realizing now the way to structure this if you want like you know practical like weird practical hamza level advice is set those big goals direct your life towards them and then live outside of your edge live outside of your comfort zone, live beyond your edge in relation to those goals and make sure that you are setting the goals which you truly want. So for example, one of the goals that I've set, which like the majority of young men, maybe even you, maybe even you have not had the confidence to set, which is I want a beautiful woman. I want a woman with an amazing personality. I want like a woman who I consider like 10 out of 10. The majority of young guys never set a goal like that because it seems kind of like selfish or it seems weird to set a goal about like the partner that you want. Every successful person who I read about, like, you know, I read like biographies or I read books from like Tony Robbins and Brian Tracy and Jim Rohn. They all talk and Grant Cardone, they literally all talk about the same practice, which is setting a goal for all parts of your life, especially with your relationship. So for example, my goal can be to meet like the ultimate woman, like Anastasia, five years from now and have children and I want the woman who like I consider would be like literally the best mother in the world and also the best wife in the world and of course so I have to become the best husband the best father for that but by setting that big goal I can now direct my life towards it by living outside of my edge you know causing growth because when you're outside of your comfort zone that's where growth comes from by approaching women and learning how to like you know just be able to spontaneously walk towards a woman without feeling shy whilst feeling confident and speak to her and see what she's like see if I like her see if I connect with her so what if that's like the format, the formula of incorporating this? Start with goals, start with like your values, start with what you want in life, start with clear, concise, you know, smart goals, specific, measurable, attainable, whatever the fuck smart stands for. And then in those goals, so for example, another goal of mine is to bulk up to 190 pounds by the end of this year. Set those goals and then live outside of your edge, live beyond your edge in relation to those. So by the end of this year 190 200 for march live beyond your edge in relation to those goals so for example beyond my edge in relation to this this bulk that i'm doing you know of weightlifting is eating more than i usually eat not just eating to the point that i'm comfortable and i'm like oh i'm full but eating slightly past that training hard training 
at my edge. Yeah, we're training disgustingly hard right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, very interesting. I love talking about stuff like this because this is the kind of stuff that I talk to my friends about. This is like the conversations that I love having where we just speak about wanting to push ourselves, wanting to stay outside of our comfort zone and, and the challenges that we should all be setting for ourselves. We've, we have like a very good group of friends here. We met uh, this guy called Jack, this guy called Bill. We've been very close to them and we've been doing like challenging things with them and really developing together. And so maybe the final thing we should just quickly talk about is the importance of brotherhood and masculinity and developing yourself as a man around other men in terms of living beyond your edge. Because this is incredibly hard. It's, it's hard to strive for discomfort. It's very weird to do that. The majority of people never even consider that. The majority of people don't even go to the gym. Like they literally don't even go to the gym. So if you're someone who goes to the gym four, five, six days a week, bro, you're, you're already in the top 10%. So it's a very strange, a very like different thing that we do which is striving for discomfort and challenges and you know the things which aren't easy to us to, to do the hard work, especially when you don't feel like it. And it is just so, so, so much more fun, enjoyable and beneficial when you're doing it around your brothers. Grass video. Hope that helps you, bro. You can subscribe to our channel if you want to. Welcome to the cult. Do the hard work, especially when you don't feel like it. Mwah. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.